Parents have the most grave obligation to do everything in their power to ensure their children's physical, social, cultural, moral, and religious upbringing. By the time a Catholic enters adulthood, they are more likely today than ever to stop following their Catholic faith. We must work together to turn this around. Do you find it difficult to find time to teach your children the faith? Is it hard to find the right way to teach your children the faith? Are you ready to take more responsibility to help the children you know prepare for eternal life in heaven? You've come to the right place, and I'm here to help. This is All About My Catholic Faith, a podcast series to help you learn your faith and inspire you to better share the faith with those you love. And now, it's time for All About My Catholic Faith. This is episode 14, The Resurrection and Life Everlasting. I hope you were able to join us in our last episode that was lesson 13, The Communion of Saints and the Forgiveness of Sins. In that episode, we talked about what the communion of saints means and what that entails. And basically, again, the communion of saints is the belief that us people here on earth, the followers of Jesus, are connected with the saints in heaven and the souls that are in purgatory waiting to be cleansed before they enter the paradise of heaven. We also learned in our last lesson that the priests of the Catholic Church today were given the power 2,000 years ago to forgive our sins. And that was done when Jesus told his apostles that whatever they bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever they loose on earth is loosed in heaven. That authority and power has been passed down from the apostles to the priests and continues to be passed down through the priesthood today. Well, in today's lesson, we will wrap up the section on the Apostles' Creed. The final section of the Apostles' Creed states that, I believe in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. The resurrection of Jesus is when Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day. This is the event that we celebrate every single Sunday at Mass. And this is the reason that we are followers of Jesus Christ. Jesus proved to those on earth that he certainly was God. And when he rose from the dead on the third day after his crucifixion, this really, really did prove that he was God. Because no mere man could raise themselves up from the dead. The resurrection of the body, as we talk about in the Apostles' Creed, is when all bodies are resurrected to join their souls in heaven at the end of the world. So here's a few questions for you to think about while we go through today's lesson. Number one, is death the end of all life for us? Number two, what is our Lord doing for us in heaven? Number three, what must we do on earth? And number four, when will Jesus come again? And number five, why 
must we always be prepared for death? So let's start off by reading a section from the Bible, and this is from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. May the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, Jesus, our Lord, furnish you with all that is good, that you may do his will. May he carry out in you what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. You know, heaven is really, truly our home, and it's where we're really meant to be. Our blessed Lord Jesus certainly loves us very much. He loves you, and he loves me. He loves everybody very much. And he went to heaven to prepare it for us one day. And Jesus told his disciples the night before he died the following that we can find in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 2, 3, and 4. He said this, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I am coming again, and I will take you to myself. That's where I am. There you also may be, and where I go, you know, and the way you know. When he told the apostles this, it was a little puzzling, and the apostle Thomas was really not sure what he meant when he said that they would know the way. So Jesus did his best to clear it up by saying that I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And by telling the apostles and Thomas this, it was clear that in order for anyone to make it into the kingdom of heaven, that they must follow Jesus in order to get to the Father and in order to get to heaven. And just like Jesus had to die in order to enter his Father's kingdom, we too must die one day. And if we die in a state of grace, and again, that is without any mortal sin on our soul, without any selfishness, and with pure love in our heart, then we will be able to join Jesus and the Father and all the saints in heaven. If we died with no mortal sin on our soul, but we're still not perfect, then we'll go to a place that we call purgatory. This is where our souls will be washed perfectly clean, like the cleanest towel or the cleanest sheet that you can possibly ever imagine. And you can think of purgatory in this way. Let's say you're going to give a car to your best friend. Uh, You wouldn't give it to them all dirty and dusty and stinky, now would you? So you'd probably take it to a car wash and then take it home, and not just have it washed, but you would give it the best detailing job that you possibly could. You would vacuum it, you would run that vacuum so hard on the carpet that if the car could feel, it had feelings, it would say, ouch, stop vacuuming me so hard, that hurts. Well, that's the same thing that happens to us when we're purgatory. It may hurt a little bit, but our soul will be perfectly clean so that when we enter the beauty of heaven, we will be perfectly clean and pure. You know, it's only our souls that join the souls of saints and Jesus and our blessed Mother Mary and the Father in heaven. There will be a final resurrection one day, 
that will be at the end of the entire world. At that time, all the souls in heaven will be connected back with their most perfect body. After that, the body that you have in heaven will have no illness, no sickness, no injuries, no pain, nothing ever will affect your perfect body and soul ever, ever again. Right now, at this point, there are only two bodies in heaven. And do you know who they are? Well, you may remember from earlier lessons that Jesus and our Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mary, are the only two bodies that are in heaven right now joined with their soul. Remember that when Mary went to heaven, we call this the Assumption. The Assumption of Mary is when Mary was taken into heaven, body and soul. And right now, only the souls of those people who have died in a state of grace are in heaven. You know, when we die, but before the end of the world final judgment, we will all receive a personal or particular judgment. Our judgment will be given to us by Jesus himself, and we will be told that we are going immediately to heaven, or that we have to go to purgatory for a while, or that we're going to hell. And I don't know about you, but I certainly don't want to go to hell when I die. You know, people here on earth just really don't know when it's going to be their time for them to die. Only Jesus knows when it's our time to die. And I believe it's a great idea. Well, I know it's a great idea that we always remain ready for that day, just in case today is the day that Jesus calls us to join him in heaven. If today, or next year, or 10 years, or 30 years, or 50 years from now is the day that we die, we should always remain in a state of grace so that when Jesus sees us in front of him after we die, he will be able to easily say, Well done, my faithful son or daughter. If we're always ready, always in a state of grace, without mortal sin, then we will be assured that we will go to heaven. Again, we may have to spend some time in purgatory to cleanse our soul to be perfectly clean, perfectly pure, but we do know that we will get into heaven. If we die loving Jesus, following Jesus, and staying without mortal sin in our life, we will make it to heaven. Being in the state of grace means to follow and obey what the church teaches. And remember that if we are following what the church teaches, we are following what Jesus teaches. If we disobey what the church teaches, then we are disobeying Jesus. And if we disobey Jesus, that will likely not be a good sign for us on the day that we die. Again, I don't know about you, but I want to be ready at all times. I want very much to stay in a state of grace and to not have any mortal sin in my life. But remember, if by some chance you do slip up and you do commit a mortal sin, then please go to confession right away, see a priest, and have your sins forgiven. This is one of our great sacraments of the Catholic Church, to have our sins forgiven by God through a priest. So let's read a little bit more 
from the Bible. This is from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 3 and 4. And it's about the happiness of heaven. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, God's dwelling is with the human race. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will always be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death or mourning, wailing or pain, for the old order has passed away. And here's our last reading of this lesson. And this will show us the way in which we must die to sin in order to rise with Christ. It's from Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 11. Or are you aware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death. So that Jesus, as Christ, was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live his newness of life. For if we have grown into union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that our sinful body might be done away with, that we might no longer be in slavery to sin. For a dead person has been absolved from sin. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. Okay, well, ready or not, it's time for some questions. So here's the first question. Will the world last forever? Well, no, you know, as much as we'd like to, the world will end one day and Jesus will come back to earth in the same way that he left earth. He left earth when he was taken into heaven in a glorious, glorious event. It was so bright. It was so bright. And he will come again at the end of time, again, to judge everybody's soul, to see if their bodies will be able to join their souls in heaven. Second question. Is death the end for us? Nope, it won't be the end for us. It'll be the end of us for a while, and it'll be the end of our bodies here on earth. But at the end of time, at the end of the world, our bodies will be resurrected and brought to heaven to join our souls that are in heaven if we die in a state of grace. The third question. Is our life a preparation for heaven? Yes, most definitely so. Everything that we do here on earth is preparing us for heaven. We are following Jesus. We are living his way. We're following his way because he did tell us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And if we follow him, 
we will make it to heaven. You know, through the grace of God, we are given faith to believe in God and to follow God and to do good things in the name of love to other people and for other people. Fourth question, will Jesus come again on the last day? Remember, yes, he will. Like I told you in the, in the first question as I answered it, he will come again to judge the living and the dead. He will come again on the last day in glory. And will Jesus take everybody to heaven? Well, unfortunately not. Only those that he judges that are ready and that have lived a good life. So what's it called when we say that Mary's body was taken into heaven? Well, that's called the assumption. The assumption of Mary. When Mary was assumed body and soul into heaven. On the last day of the world, what of ours will rise again? That's right. Just like Jesus rose again, that his body rose again from the dead, on the last day of the world, our bodies will also rise and join our souls in heaven. So what do you call the judgment that will be at the end of the entire world? And yeah, that, that's going to be called the final judgment. At that time, the final judgment is when everybody who's going to go to heaven, all their bodies will go to heaven, and all those that are going to stay in hell forever because they have rejected God through their life, they will stay in hell forever. But it'll also mean that there will be no more evil ever in the world. What do you call the judgment right after we die? Well, that that judgment's called personal or particular. And we will see Jesus right as we die, right after we die. And he will again tell us, Well done, my faithful son or daughter. Come into my kingdom of heaven. Or he'll say, I think you need to spend a little time in purgatory to purify and to be perfectly clean. I don't want any stinky people in my heaven, (laughs) right? So you might have to go to purgatory to be purified and become perfectly clean. Or uh, the bad news, you might have to go to hell. That's not good. But you can do something about that right now. That's going to wrap up this lesson. And actually, it'll wrap up the whole first section of the catechism that we've been covering, the Apostles' Creed. Remember, the Apostles' Creed is what tells us what we believe as Christian Catholics. These beliefs have been passed down through the 2,000 years of the Catholic Church. The one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. In our next episode, Lesson 15, we're going to start talking about the commandments of God. And I'm sure you've heard about the Ten Commandments before. Over the next several lessons, We're going to talk about what the Ten Commandments are and what that means in your life. I want you to know that you were made to be holy. You were made to be saints. And you were made to be great here on earth. So whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability and do it for the glory of God. I really thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast series. I hope you'll take time to share this podcast with those you love and care for. 
You can also help our efforts by becoming a supporter of this podcast. It's easy to do. Just click the link that's at the end of the podcast notes or on our website, allaboutmycatholicfaith.com. Make sure you go to Mass this week and every week. You'll be able to be with Jesus and his other friends and followers. The angels and saints are all there too. If you're not Catholic, you're always welcome to come to church with us and to see and learn why we love Jesus so much. I hope you continue to listen to these lessons to keep learning about why we love Jesus and his church. If you know someone who wants to learn more about the Catholic Church, please tell them about this series. Until next time, please pray for me and I will pray for you. God bless you and bye for now. All About My Catholic Faith is a 2CJ's production.